0: Six, Doc
1: Hami The monsters were cut down One by one Falling over each other Piles of twisted, hideous flesh But the hork dropped from the trees And did as I had shown them They attacked the hork controllers The first battle in all the history of our people The first time any hork had killed another. I saw the parked fighter begin to turn. Then it stopped. I saw a fighter come, swooping down from the sky. It hovered above the trees, but did not open fire. The reason was simple. It did not know whom to shoot, or how. Both sides were intermingled in terrifying hand-to-hand combat. Then the parked fighter began to turn again. The swooping Shredder mounts came to bear on us. I waited, wondering who was holding the trigger of those powerful weapons. Then, a faint thought-speak voice, weak from being so far away. God, get off the log! Get all your people off the log! Everyone, down! Follow me! I yelled. I leapt to the ground, and dozens of my people followed. We ran a short distance down the hill. The Yurks atop the log cheered. They thought we were retreating. The fighter fired. The shutter beam sliced into and through the Nawin tree. The beams hit the liquid of the York pool inside. A huge explosion of steam followed. Ah! Hork-Bajir controllers screamed. They fell. Some ran away. Others struggled to get to their feet, but were jumped by four, five, six of my fellow Hork-Bajir. Suddenly, the log broke in two. It broke open gushing the contents of the yerk pool out onto the ground. The heavy grey water rolled down toward us like the runoff from a rainstorm. It washed over my feet, over my toes, but it left behind a pile of slithering, squirming slugs. The yurks of the pool were now helpless upon the ground. I did not give the order. My friend Jagil did. Gentle, fearful Jagil. He had learned a great deal in twenty minutes of combat. Kill them! He cried. Kill them! Do as Duck Hami has done! Kill them! The remaining controllers ran. Ran for their lives. Ran screaming through the trees. I don't know how many survived. Maybe none. And my people set about stomping and cutting off the yerks who lay on the ground. It was like some nightmare dance. Now, at last, the hovering fighter had found a target. It fired at the parked fighter. The blast annihilated the parked ship's shutters. The hatch opened and Algea came running out just as the hovering ship fired again and blew the grounded ship apart. More fighters were coming down. They were landing and disgorging fresh Horkbezier controllers and GED controllers. Aldria came running, breathless. Time to get out of here! She cried. We've accomplished what we wanted! I watched her as she realized what was happening to the yerk slugs. What my people were doing to them. Her face changed color. Her breathing stopped. She would not look at me. Yes, quite an accomplishment, I said. We have to get out of here, she said in a flat tone. To the trees, I roared to my people. To the trees! They pulled back reluctantly from the slaughter. But they obeyed. Obeyed? Me? Hork-Bajir, who had never known the word obedience, now obeyed me. Because I was the seer? Because I was wiser than they? No. Because I had destroyed their past. And now they had no choice but to follow me into a future they could not imagine. The monsters in our valley were destroyed that day. Only a very few survived. But that was all right, because we didn't need monsters anymore. We had become them. Chapter 27 Aldria Seven months passed, and the fleet did not come. Not the two months I had expected. Perhaps zero space had shifted, leaving the Hork-Bajir homeworld further away than it had been. That happens frequently. Or maybe the princes simply didn't believe me. Or maybe, maybe, maybe. I went through every maybe I could think of and still the fleet did not come. Seven months passed, during which Doc Hami and I learned the techniques of guerrilla warfare. 1. Strike with the element of surprise at the enemy's weak point. 2. Withdraw before the counterattack can begin. 3. Use the population for support, regardless of reprisals. We trained a hard core of Hork-Bajir. We called it the Hork-Bajir Army. We captured Yurk shredders. We attacked Yurk ground bases. Or among the resentful, fearful Arn. We were brave and resourceful. But we were losing. The Yurks moved into other valleys. We spread the resistance. But we were never fast enough. The Yurks were spreading through the Hork-Bajir like a virus. They had thousands, tens of thousands of Hork-Bajir hosts. And we began to notice other things. The Shredders we captured were being altered. The Yurks called this new weapon a Dracon Beam. It did not kill as cleanly as a Shredder. It caused more pain. And even more ominous. Huge excavations were occurring. The Yerks were mining. Iron, uranium, nickel, bauxite, diamonds, and rubies. They were building stronger bases. And from the far side of the planet, we heard stories of vast constructions. I had very little doubt what the Yerks were building. And eventually we had proof. They were building more spacecraft Craft that would be manned by Hork-Bajir controllers And armed with the new Dracon Beam weapon The Yerks had learned very fast They had Endelite, Skrit-Nah, Ongachik, and Hodgebron technology to dissect And now they were no longer held back by a lack of hosts It was a dark day Mother Sky was weeping Sending down tears to soothe Father Deep's anger. It was raining. Our little army came back from a harassing attack. We retreated to the dwellings of the Arn, Carrying a badly wounded warrior. Quatsikinon greeted us in the vast cavern, Where we had first met him. It was still daylight, And his people were awake and about. Why have you come back here again? We have a wounded warrior here, I said. The Arn had lost none of their skill in biology. We'd suffered very few wounds they couldn't treat successfully. I have told you, you are not welcome here. You will bring your war to us. It will come here anyway, quatsakinon, Doc said. The Yurks are more powerful every day. How long do you think it will be until they tire of enslaving hork and begin making hosts of the arm? The small purple creature smiled smugly. A very long time now, seer of the hork We have been busy. We have not rested. He turned a cold, dismissive look on me.
0: And we have not put our faith in your never-appearing Andalite fleet, either. We no longer
1: fear the Yerks. My first thought was that the Arn had invented some powerful weapon. But no, the Arn were not builders of weapons. They were creators of life, however twisted. Explain, but first, tend to this injured Hork-Bajir. We have altered our own DNA, Quatsikinon said complacently. We have altered our own physiology.
0: We have weakened a blood vessel in our own brains to the point where any increase in cranial pressure will cause the vessel to rupture. Should a yurk attempt to enter any Arn brain, the vessel will rupture and the arm will die. A dead host is of no use to the yurks. Therefore, they will leave us in peace. All arm in all the valleys of this world will soon be altered this way within days.
1: For a moment, I stared. Then I laughed. Phew, do you think the Yurks will just let you live here on a world they intend to possess? Quetzalcoatl shrugged. They will have no use for us. Exactly, Doc said. And what they do not need, they destroy. Quetzalcoatl's complacent face twitched. Leave this place. You will find no help here. I will kill him, Jigil said, glaring at Quatsikinon. No, Doc said. The Yurks will kill him. I will kill Yurks, Jigil said. I am a great Yurk killer. Yes, yes you are, my friend, Doc said sadly. He is a great Yurk killer. Delph Hajul echoed staunchly. Doc smiled at Delph Hajul, who stood beside Jagil. Delph and Jagil had become a couple. The Hork-Bajir pair off earlier in life than we Endelites. It was almost too painful to think of the future Jagil and Delph faced. I looked at Doc and felt a wave of self-pity. No future for Jagil and Delph. No future for Doc and me. In some ways, we had become even closer, fighting side by side. But the easy fun, the trust, of our earlier times was gone. I often recalled the time I had morphed a Chadu and climbed to the top of the tribe tree. I held on to that memory. We climbed wearily back up out of the Arn Wall City, We rested in the zone once inhabited by monsters, and now empty. The wounded Hork-Bajir died. That night, we found a tree away from any yerk concentrations. We dug a hole at the roots and buried him in the Hork-Bajir tradition. I looked around at our small army. Forty-two Hork-Bajir and me. Thirty-one of us armed with older model shredders or newer dracon beams. "'None of us without scars. "'We were winning small battles. "'We were losing the war. "'Soon there would not be enough of us left to carry on. "'The rain had stopped and the night sky had cleared "'by the time we emerged from the Arnwall City. "'Mother Sky's flowers are strange tonight," "'a Hork-Bajir named Had Kalpak said. "'I followed the direction of his gaze.' Turning one stock eye skyward, then in a flash, all my eyes were lifted up. Mother Sky's flowers were strange, all right. Up against the black of space, I saw the swift moving lights, and then the bright beams of light and the tiny, silent, far-off explosion. Space battle! I cried. There's a space battle going on in orbit. Doc grabbed me, almost too roughly. The Andalites. I laughed. I laughed and laughed and danced around. Well, it sure isn't the Skritna up there, frying yurks. I cried. They've come! They've come! Everything is going to be all right. The fleet is here. Chapter 28 Doc Hami. Andalite fighters landed in the clearing where Aldria's family had lived. They were battle-scarred, but when the hatches opened, the Andalites who stepped out seemed confident. You must be Aldria iskallan Falon, one of them said. Come with me. I'm Sophor. I'll take you to the prince. I'm glad to see you. Aldrea said. This is Doc Hami, the seer of the York bajir people. Scary-looking, brute. Sophor said, looking me up and down. Let's go, youngster. The prince is not known for his patience, and we had a hot welcome to this hellhole. Fortunately, we are patient, I said, stepping forward. We've waited seven months for you to get here. It speaks, the Andalite warrior said. Mouth sounds, of course. He turned to Aldrea again. Say goodbye to your pet, young one. I have my orders. Doc is coming with me, Aldrea said. No, I interrupted. I am not going with you. These are my people. This is my planet. And for seven months, it has been a Hork-Bajir war. You, I said, pointing at the arrogant Andalite, you will tell your prince that we welcome him. We will be glad to meet him when he comes here. I turned and walked away. I didn't know if Aldria would follow me, but after a few seconds... I heard her hooves on the grass beside me. Was that wise, Doc? They've come to help. No, they've come to kill Yerks, not to help. It's the same thing. I stopped walking. Listen to me, Eldria. We are going to end up being pawns in this war between Yerks and Endelites. That's not going to happen. My people aren't like that, she said. We'll see, I said. Two hours later, a runner came swinging through the trees to tell me that a larger Andalite ship was landing in the clearing. Happy now? Aldrea asked me. I smiled. It's a start. We returned to the clearing. We were taken aboard a rather beautiful Andalite warship, unlike the others I'd seen. A name was on the hull in flowing Andalite script. It read, Jahar. On board, a large, powerful Andalite stood waiting. He glared at us with a look that could have been a shredder beam. Alaron! Eldria gasped. What do you mean by summoning me down here? When I give an order, I expect it to be obeyed, he roared. And it's war, Prince Alaron. to you, female child. My name is Aldria Iskalan falan daughter of Prince Zero. This is Doc Hameen, seer of the hork people. I know who you are, Alaron said. And I regret your family's death. You are no doubt to be commended for having hidden out for seven months. We will reward whoever took care of you. Was it you, hork Anything you want. You have our official thanks for hiding this female. To Sofor and his other officers, he added, Get us out of here. Standard orbit. Center sweep as soon as we clear the atmosphere. There may still be one or two Yerk ships left flying. Algier turned a stock eye toward me. I met her gaze and smiled. She had once promised to take me flying. Of course, it was a promise she'd intended as a bribe. And yet, here it was, coming true at last. But I had no time to enjoy the moment. That made me sad. There'd been little enough to enjoy these last seven months. Now, however, I had more important matters to deal with. I had to remain totally unimpressed. I had to be the seer of my people. War Prince Alaron, I said in a friendly but not deferential tone, you have a lot to learn. If you'd like, we can give you a briefing on the situation here. A briefing? <laughs> You'll- Tell me! He and the other Endolites all laughed. I had to struggle to control my temper. Lately, I'd been having more and more trouble with anger. There are 17 Yurk ground bases spread through 14 valleys, I said. There are three known mining camps where the Yurks are busy extracting iron, bauxite, nickel, tin, copper, and uranium as well as various gemstones, I'm told are useful for focusing shredders. The largest construction area is two valleys west of here. It is well camouflaged, having been dug back into the slope of the valley. We suspect that they have built 14 fighter craft based on a new design, but similar in capabilities to your own Andalite fighters. These fighters are armed with two Dracon Beam weapons, a blending of Andalite Shredder technology with some Ongachik particle wave technology. War Prince Alaron stared. All the Endolites stared. Shall I continue? Alaron nodded his head slowly. The Yurks are also constructing a new type of ship. Quite large, very heavily armed. It seems to have almost been inspired by Hork-Bajir physiology. We, Aldria and I, have taken to calling it a blade ship. You've actually seen all this? Sofar demanded. Yes. Aldria answered. How? We have attacked several of these bases, I said. Others we have infiltrated. Attacked Yerk bases? What, the two of you? Alaron said. No, War Prince Alaron! Aldria said proudly. We attacked with the hork army. That's what we've been doing for the last seven months. Not hiding out. It has been a small army, I said. We have had a total of 812 hork with us, at one time or another. And now? Forty-two are with us now in this valley. Perhaps two hundred more are scattered in small groups in the other valleys. We have lost... Many. Very many. I doubt we would have survived another month. You've taken seventy percent casualties? One of the other Endelites asked, awestruck. Yes. I closed my eyes. Had it been that many? Yes. Seven out of ten of the hork who'd rallied to me had died. I gazed through a transparent panel and saw my own planet for the first time. Was that my own valley, or had we passed over some other valley already? Did it matter? Weren't all hork one people? But now you're here, Aldria said enthusiastically. Now we'll wipe the Yurks off this planet! Alaron sighed. We would, if we were still facing the handful of ships the Yurks had before. But if what you tell us is true, how many hork have been made into Yurk hosts? We don't know. We estimate they have perhaps 40,000. 40,000 hork hosts. Maybe 12 of their new bug fighters up and flying. That's what we call them. And the blade ship, which we think is just coming online. Plus the Andalite and skritna ships they already had. There was a long silence. A very long silence. But, but you'll destroy them, Aldrea said hopefully. We have eight fighters, two transports, one resupply ship, one repair ship. A total of less than a thousand warriors. We destroyed two Yurk fighters on our way in. But that's not enough. Aldria cried. Days after we heard your message from here, we received intelligence reports that the Yurk fleet was in Sector 2. The main fleet is there. We assumed that since... That because you... He didn't finish... I am just a female and the daughter of Prince Zero. So you assumed I was a fool, Aldria said flatly. It will take a year for the main fleet to get here on the Z-space reconfigures. One of the officers said. This is going to be a tough little war. Aleron said grimly. A very tough little war. And it's starting right now. So far, cried. We have multiple contacts! Closing fast!
0: Hello, Phantomorphs, and thank you for listening to another episode of Audiomorphs, the Animorphs Auditory Experience. As always, this is your host, Daniel. Uh, sorry this one's getting out a little late. Uh, probably expect more episodes to be coming out around this time of day on Thursday because, uh,. Ooh, loud car outside, loud car, very cool guys in my neighborhood, very cool, they're just the coolest guys, Uh, because my work schedule shifted slightly, and I'm getting home a little later, so it's all getting pushed back a little bit, but it is coming, and it's here, so thanks for listening. I don't have any uh, messages this week, but if you'd like to send me one, you can do that through a variety of ways, you know them, you'll love them, you can do it on Tumblr, that's audiomorphscast.tumblr.com. You can do it through Gmail, that's audiomorphscast at gmail.com, and of course you can do it on my website, that's theapodcalypse.com. The Apodcalypse, like Apocalypse, but with the D in the middle. You can also hit me up on Twitter, uh, and just say hi, that's at Audiomorphs, and that's also where you should check if uh, my show's egregiously late, I don't think it's egregiously late yet, but if it got to that point, I'd post and say, hey, I'm running late, here's why, here's when you can expect it. Uh, If you use Apple Podcasts and would like to leave me a rating review, that would be cool too. I'll read those. Um, That's another way you can get in touch with me. A little bit more uh, circuitous. I'm a little tired, guys. I'm a little loopy right now. It's all good. We love having a good time here. Thanks for listening. That's all I gotta say. So I'll see y'all next week. My name is Daniel, and I believe one day the Andalites will come. Until then, we fight.